Welcome back to the circle. This is your friendly neighborhood priestess and guide, Claire. And to initiate the first episode of this digital podcast space, let's start where every life experience begins, within the self. Today we'll be demystifying self-love and breaking down what effective self-care can actually be. Spoiler, it's not always bubble baths and face masks, and we can actually get a lot messier than any of that. So let's get into it. Over the past decade, we've seen the topic of self-love skyrocket in mainstream conversations, which has been so invaluable especially since American culture can be so inundated with pressures that subtly convince you to hate yourself. For example, toxic capitalism tells us that we always need to buy something to fulfill a part of ourselves that may be missing or not good enough. This can look like advertisements cultivating a dependency within us to, quote, Buy these clothes, buy these items, go on this vacation so you can feel good about yourself and your life. When in reality, feeling good about ourselves is entirely dependent on our internal experience and the way that we are perceiving and interacting with the world. Toxic patriarchy and capitalism define what our societal roles are expected to look like, and thus set the standards for whether we are doing well at succeeding in those roles or not. Especially in environments with highly competitive cultures, such as my hometown of the Silicon Valley, there can consistently be a fear that we're not doing enough compared to our peers. Successful, beautiful, talented, wealthy enough, and so on. And that's an insatiable cycle that can perpetuate real, severe damage on our emotional, psychological, and physical well-being. So when people just started preaching about, just love yourself, (laughs) even in the midst of all these influences that encourage the opposite, a lot of us cocked our heads and were like, huh? How? And we were fed images of bubble baths, spa trips, and capitalistic notions of treat yourself from the very same companies that profited off our insecurities in the first place. Which, if you've tried any of those methods in attempt to authentically feel love for yourself, you may have experienced a sense of vapid emptiness after. I mean, let's be honest. Did getting your nails done really fill the void in your heart? All this to say, the popular narrative about self-love and self-care has also been incredibly skewed towards women who have been oppressed and belittled by the patriarchy for thousands of years. That said, luxurious self-care spaces have been primarily reserved for those with the capital to afford them, 
which is typically limited to affluent white women. This popular narrative also has left out male-identifying people as well. Understanding the distortions that we've been fed around what self-love and care is, is foundational to further understanding what it really can be and actually is for everyone. No price tags or societal projections attached. So, what is self-love and how can you practice it? I like to think of self-love rather as self-appreciation. It doesn't have to be grandiose, romantic, or self-absorbed. And even if it is, I'm celebrating you in that. But for many of us, self-love still seems a bit too far away for that to be tangible. So, let's start at the basics. Self-love, or self-appreciation, doesn't have to be defined to who you are and what you're doing in the world. It can simply be gratitude for the simple things. Being a human in this interesting, ever-evolving flesh suit. (laughs) Indulging in our senses through sight, taste, sound, and touch. Slowing down, taking a deep breath, and watching the birds fly by. We, you and I, are inherently a part of this incredible, miraculous experience of life on Earth. If you can't come up with any reasons to love yourself as an individual just yet, start with finding appreciation and love for the beautiful parts of nature in the world that you call home and are thus one with. There is glory within so much on this wonderful, awe-inspiring planet, and you are a part of all of that beauty too. From there, we can turn our perspectives more inward. I call this shifting from the, quote, we are, to the I am. When you cast away the narratives and expectations that society and personal relationships may have projected onto you, who are you really? Who are you when all of those external layers fall away? What does your core essence, core being, feel like? What lights you up? What brings you joy or sparks your inner fire? If you created a meaningful purpose for yourself in this lifetime, what would it be? Now, don't let this daunt you. These are inquiries about you. Take your time. Make the space. Prioritize yourself. You probably won't find all the answers in one meditation session. This may very well take years. But let it be an enjoyable journey of getting to know yourself. Treat yourself like the most irresistible, mysterious human who you desire to date. Get curious and allow yourself to be playful with it. After you have cultivated a clearer sense of who you really are, your passions, boundaries, inspirations, and so forth, that's where authentic self-love can truly flourish. 
And that can simply start with feeling appreciation for all that makes you uniquely you. It may seem cheesy, but try making a list of all the things that you can be proud of or feel grateful about yourself for. Do you appreciate how kind you are to others? Your ability to be patient? Or on the flip side, your ability to be raw, spicy, and honest in the moments when it matters most? Can you hold grace and forgiveness for yourself for the times you could have shown up in other ways? Can you look back and understand why you chose the path you did and hold forgiveness for that? If any memories of shame or guilt arise, can you speak to yourself like you would a child or a dear friend? What would you say to them in their times of need? Can you recognize that you are worthy of the same care, especially from yourself? If feelings of self-love or gratitude feel far away, don't push yourself into it. There's no need to pressure yourself into loving yourself harder or doing better at it. This is a lifelong journey. The more patience, understanding, and grace you have for yourself, even in the hard moments, the more you're actually already practicing it. Self-love can be just like treating yourself like you would a good friend or lover. And it can only grow from there. When I was 19, I got my first tattoo, a ring around my left ring finger, symbolizing a declaration of self-love and marriage to myself first. After years of perpetuating self-harm and internalized hatred as a severely depressed teenager, I wanted a daily reminder of my commitment to myself. And almost a decade since, I can safely say it's still a journey. Like any other marriage or partnership, it can take work. It can require your devoted attention, care, and presence, which also depends on a healthy dose of self-awareness. Our needs, triggers, boundaries, and desires certainly evolve and change over time. And the more that we listen to and honor ourselves in those needs, the deeper our self-love practice can become. I'll share a story and a related practice of this in action. When I was in college, I was fixated on making as many friends as possible, which then affected my ability to listen to myself and honor my own needs and desires first before anyone else's. My people pleaser archetype was activated and strong. I wanted everyone to like me, (laughs) even in a university. (laughs) I wanted to be a good, desirable person and friend to the point that it would emotionally paralyze me. One night, I was going to a Cold War kids concert 
with some girls that I didn't know super well, but I wanted to become closer friends with. And for whatever reasons, this group of three to four young women were taking forever (laughs) to get ready and go to the show. And they weren't even intoxicated. (laughs) And I was so patient and kind because I honestly just wanted to hang out with them. However, it was getting to a point where the concert was already halfway over and we hadn't even made it to the venue yet. At that point, or even before then, I could have honored myself and just gone to the concert alone, and maybe they would have caught up. But I didn't feel secure in myself, enough at the time to feel confident in doing that. I felt nervous going to a concert by myself, especially since I had created a reality in my mind in which my relationships with others held such a weight on my sense of self-worth. We finally got to the venue halfway through the final song, the classic Hang Me Up to Dry, which felt relevant at that point. The lights came on at the final applause about 10 minutes after we got through the door. I turned to the girls I went with to see if they still wanted to kick it for the evening, but they all just wanted to go home, so I did too. However, I had eaten prior a significantly potent cannabis edible, (laughs) where it was legal, and I wasn't going to bed anytime soon. So I found myself alone in my bedroom, and I pulled up a chair in front of my full-length mirror, and I talked to myself for four hours. Which I know at first is going to sound absurd, (laughs) but it was actually one of the most powerful practices I had ever done at the time. I intuitively became my own therapist. I looked myself in the eyes and just continued to ask myself, why? Why did I not just go to the show by myself? Why did I want to hang out with them so badly? Why didn't I check in with what I wanted? Why did I neglect myself and sacrifice a good night just for some false idea of potential friendship or validation? What do I need in order to listen and take care of myself first? I got honest and real with myself and it was hard. Tears were shed. But after, my personal trajectory took a whole new direction. This was the self-care I didn't know I needed. And to me, that's what self-care actually is. It's getting honest about what you actually need and making it a priority to give it to yourself. Even if it's messy, awkward, or painful. Because you're worth going through the fire to emerge renewed on the other side. And I can safely say this intuitively led mirror work practice has since been one of my most powerful tools. If you feel called, I invite you to try it yourself. 
Make space and time when you will be alone and won't be disturbed. And get comfortable in front of a mirror. Talk to yourself. Stream of consciousness. Let whatever needs to be said come out. Become your own listener, friend, and therapist for an hour or so and see where it takes you. So when it comes to self-care, I invite the perspective that it can truly be anything as long as it's authentic to what you actually need in that moment. Self-care can be ugly. It can be screaming, punching pillows, sobbing your heart out, just letting it all go, allowing yourself to be fully expressed. Self-care can also be soothing practices like that bubble bath or yin yoga, tending the nervous system. And I also want to invite the reminder that in doing so, we need to allow ourselves to be fully present in those moments in order to fully receive the restoration those practices have to offer. Otherwise, we're just going through the motions. Self-care and self-love can all simply start with self-inquiry. Get to know yourself. You are your life's own greatest treasure, hero, and healer. I hope this refreshed perspective can be helpful to you on your own personal journey. Please feel warmly welcome to connect with me and let me know how any of this has landed for you. I take my personal clients through more robust self-care and self-love practices, and the foundation we covered today will certainly equip you to begin exploring your own. It all starts getting to know thyself, and once you cultivate that understanding, you can know what resources you have in your personal tool belt to take care of you and love you in any given moment. All of this to say, I'm sending well wishes and blessings of grace, healing, and empowerment in your own personal journey of self-love from my ever-growing heart to yours. Please be well.